Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Twad Magic. That is right, it is the 11th episode of Twad Magic, and this week, I'm flying solo, and that, that disappoints me. I'm, I'm real sad, but Lisa is recovering from date night with Jason, so the show, as they say, must go on. Uh, you can feel free to skip this one and return next week to Twat Magic, where Lisa should be back. So, in this episode, the Twats welcome back Fartum. Nikki says that she got so drunk, and because both her and Bria are drunks, they decide they're going to drink even more. Now, this week, they are actually drinking their own piss wine. I am amazed. Or at least they say they are. I mean, we can't see what they're doing. Uh, Nikki starts to verbally calm, but stops herself before or during Artem's intro. Uh, they say that Artem was jet-lagged, but Nikki forced him to drink heavily because she's a cunt. So two mid-30s women, one with a child, mind you, should not be using the term, you rallied, you rallied Artem. You are drunks. Bree is pissed because her husband, who doesn't drink, mind you, kept bailing on the event because of his social anxiety. Way to be supportive. Nikki complains about finding outfits that fit her fake tits because she's relatable. Uh, apparently, and I didn't see the, the images, I've seen enough of her tits to know what they look like. Uh, I didn't see what she wore, but apparently it was enough that she felt self-conscious in, uh, upon meeting certain people. Maybe you shouldn't wear outfits that don't fit, that don't make you feel confident then. Uh, but she's probably just lying because she loves the attention. Uh, they both gush over One Republic. I don't give a shit. Uh, and Bree says that cougars run Bottle Rock, so if you're young, go get yourself some middle-aged snatch. They proceed to bring up Taylor Swift and how she bailed on an interview because the person asked if she was going to take time off to start a family. Now, apparently men have never been asked about starting a family. I mean, not true, but sure, I understand that. But maybe don't quit an interview over it, all right? You can explain, you know, you can use that as a platform to call out the interviewer, but don't just be like, I'm done, and walk away. And Artem correctly says that if guys got this question, it would be a boring answer, because either they're going to say, yeah, I'm looking to settle down, or they're not going to say that. Um, now, it's kind of a boring question one way or the other, you know, asking women about it, but, you know, I mean, I don't know. Taylor Swift just like to try to make statements, I think, most of the time, and, you know, she sure gets that news for a 30-year-old woman who, you know, has had a history of being a cunt after breaking up with people, so. Uh, Bree says that Brian wants a second kid, and she apparently resents him for it, and claims that Birdie travels with her, and her career is so important right now. What fucking career? Okay? Every time she talks about doing shit, her daughter's not there. She's with a nanny. You have a fucking nanny. If, if your career was so important right now that you don't want to start a family, why'd you fucking start a family in the first place, all right? And what are you doing that you are not able to be with your dad at the time? You're a retired wrestler. You have your name on a wine company, but somebody else runs that. 
you do an online store, which somebody else runs, and you do that third career that I keep forgetting about that I'm sure somebody else runs. Oh, you're fucking birdie bee bullshit or like that. So what are you doing? All I can tell from the podcast here is you're vacationing every week. Nikki talks up her Instagram. Uh, Brian, of course, hates that Brie has to document everything. You know, I'm, I'm with you, brother. Like, not everything... I, I, I rather would make memories on things than to have that memory be through the screen of a camera phone. Uh, Nikki sure sounds like Artem's girlfriend here. Artem gets gushy, and both twats ask him if he's going to propose. We do not put pressure on things. Uh, Bree says that Nikki isn't very PG on the podcast. First of all, this podcast is not PG. You talked about pussy grooming for a good fucking half an hour on one episode. Alright? You've talked about fucking dudes. I, it like, clearly this is not a PG podcast. But, this time, the matchup of the week is sex toys versus no sex toys. So Nikki is for sex toys. She says orgasms are very good for you, which is true. Uh, Nikki correctly says that some people have issues with getting off, and sex toys can help. That is 100% true as well. Um, Not everybody's bodies are made the exact same way, and some people, through different reasons, environmental or otherwise, uh, do have some issues with intimacy and things like that, and sex toys can help. They are, are very natural thing and very good they're but they have found sex toys from like the fucking like predating writing like they're natural okay <sighs> Bree claims that sex toys desensitize you to the natural feelings of people and everyone can get off you just gotta know how that's incorrect that's a complete bullshit statement and completely incorrect you're not going to get an orgasm from your husband um, just because you use a vibrator at a different time, that's completely fucking false. You moron. Alright? Like, she seems to think that, like, sex toys are replacing sex instead of enhancing it or adding to it. Like, you can use... Like, if you're, if your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, significant other is not around, you know, you can get yourself off. It's going to be a different experience... It's going to be fun, it's going to be nice, but then when you get together with them again, you can get off together. And that's a lot of fun. I just, it, it's very odd to hear how, like, close-minded this woman is. To think that, like, oh, like, it's, it's so, like, it takes away from the intimacy and it desensitizes. No, it doesn't, like, I don't know. I mean... The conversation kind of inadvertently shows that Daniel Bryan might kind of suck at sex. Because, you know, like... She's, she's like, well, it'll, like, ruin it for you. Like, and she kind of says that Bryan... Or that she had, had trouble getting off, and then she's been kind of working towards it. But, like, who would bring a sex toy into it, you know? Like, say... Here, Daniel, here is, as Nikki says, there are vegan sex toys, which I'm sure is just a chunk of mahogany shaped into a cock. So she slaps a giant mahogany dong into his hand. She's just like, here, while you're fucking me, use this and just shove it up my butt. You don't know until you try, okay? 
experiment a little bit, have fun with it, you know? Maybe Daniel's like, shove this mahogany-shaped cock into my ass. Go for it. Like, you don't know until you try. And to be, like, so completely closed-minded on it and, and to have such a, a personal stigma towards it is very unhealthy, in my opinion. But, you know, it's a PG podcast. Uh, so Bree says that Bree Mode is an urban dictionary. And Nikki says Fearless Nikki's in there as well. So Bree is very proud of the fact that Bree Mode is an urban dictionary. I think she might need to scroll down and read the rest of the entries. Because entry number three on Urban Dictionary reads as follows. And 100% real, you can go there right now. No, I didn't make the post. You can go there right now, and this is what it said. Bree Mode is when you're taking the initial shit you were going to take that was peeking out ready for launch and you're trying to flush out hidden reserves before you finally decide to wipe. And of course, to use it in the sentence, sorry I took so long to call you back, I was in Bree mode for quite some time in the shitter. That's Bree mode on UrbanDictionary.com. So it's time for a quick bake, and I was really hoping that this would be an ad for sex toys, but sadly, no. It's an ad for Casper Mattress. Do you want to shoot some ectoplasm around the room? Get a Casper Mattress. You too can be a creepy little dead kid stalking a teenage girl while her dad watches by using the promo code TWAT. So apparently the TWATs can't be bothered to wait for Brian to stop being a dad, uh, so they replace him with Artem. Uh, Artem decides to do questions about dancing. Now, generally, I don't give a shit about fairness or about either of these two because most of this shit just makes them look retarded. But having a woman who was on a dancing show against a woman who was not on a dancing show answer questions about dancing that's a little unfair isn't it uh, also like Artem really fucking tries his excuse me, hardest to make Nikki win here uh, so who is the winner of the first season of Dancing with the Stars we finally got to a Bella Brains episode that I don't know the answer to and I don't care. She says Stacy Keeler, so not actually on the first season. Christy Allen, or Christy Allen, which was not on the first season. And she fails, because apparently it was Kelly Monaco, whoever the fuck that is. Second question Where is Tango originated? And the answer Argentina. She gets that on the first try, which is good, I guess. Uh, then we get to name five Latin dances. She says salsa, which is correct. She says tango, which is apparently incorrect. Even though the previous question said where did tango originate and it was Argentina, and I thought Argentina was a Latin country? I guess not. She says cha-cha, rumba, which is correct, both of those. Rio, nope. Brazil, nope. Cuban, nope. Cuba, nope. Mexican? Mexican hat dance. And she says the Argentine tango, which he says yes to. I'm like, well, thank you. That's being really fucking nitpicky, asshole. Uh, shake? Nope. Samba. So she gets all five of them correct, and this one took a long fucking time. She got tons of hints. He essentially force-fed the answer of samba into her mouth. And later, he'll be forcing something else into her mouth. So she gets two out of three. We get a promo for Third Love, so I guess they're over that whole bras put toxins in your titties thing. And then an ad for Robin Hood. Uh, so then it is Bree's turn. 
and Bree's first answer is Nick Lachey, Stacy Keebler again. They just they just both know her, even though Stacy Keebler did not win the show. And then she says Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't know if she knows Sarah Michelle Gellar's name or if she thinks that Sarah Michelle Gellar is actually Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Someone needs to elaborate on that a little bit. Uh, then she goes, uh, where did uh, Tango originate? Is Cuba? Spain? Brazil? Paris? Chile? Colombia? No, all wrong. All wrong. Does not get it. So then her last question is, of course, um, the, the five Latin dances. And she says, tango? So, nope. Argentine tango, which is correct. Like, really? Fuck, like, fuck you, dude. All right. Salsa? Correct. Um, ballroom? Nope. Twist and shout? Nope. Electric slide? Ah. Jive? Apparently that's correct. I didn't know, first of all, that that was a dancing thing, I guess. I thought that was like a 50s dance. 40s? 60s? I don't fucking care. Uh, rumba? Correct. Focta? Which isn't a fucking word. Rojo? Which is Spanish for red? Nope. Spanish rumba. Spanish shake. Harlem shake. And so then she fails. So Nikki wins, which again, take that for what you wanted for, considering it was Artem answering the question. But I guess, I mean, Brie. Daniel's the one asking the questions normally, and Brie doesn't seem to do any better. So there is that. Um, so then we get a question from some bitch on Twitter. I didn't fucking look it up because it gives a shit. Um, are you going to write a book? If so, will it be a biography? I mean, what, what were they going to do? Write a fucking. I mean, all they, if they were going to write a book, all they'd be able to do is write like a picture book, right? Um, so they claim that they've been working for the past two years on writing a book. They also claim that they're working with a ghostwriter. So again, yeah, they're not writing a book. They are telling somebody a bunch of stories of their life, and that person is taking all of that fucking crazy rambling bullshit and crafting it into a somewhat cohesive story. All right. They're never going to write a book. All right. That's just the way they do. But they will, of course, have someone else write a book for them and they'll put their names on it, just like they did with their wine company. Um, they say that they want to empower people with their book. Fucking barf. Uh, you know, empower people. Like, making them feel like they should complain about their titties even when there's nothing wrong with their titties. Or encouraging people to drink heavily. Or calling yourself fat when you're not. Um, yeah. Empowerment. Uh, they're currently coming up for a title for the book. And I guess I would suggest Our Lives as Twats, The Bella Twins Story. So yeah, that was this episode of Twat Magic. Like I said, very, very deeply saddened that my co-host could not be here. It's been so much fun with Lisa. Um, hoping to have her back next week. Just was a little under the weather. Um, so shout out to you, Lisa. Love you. And you can go right now to rundownwrestling.com and vote on the hottest male WWE talent tournament. Uh, we are currently in our final eight matchups in the first round. You can go over there right now, vote for it, and then come back on Thursday on the rundown and hear who is going to be going to the second round. And we will have all 
matchups in the second round posted and ready for you to vote on Thursday. So make sure to check that out. And we will see you next week.